Welcome to Back on Your Bullshit. I am your host, Kate Morris. I'm a qualified nutritionist and personal trainer who fell in love with helping women build strong, healthy, and confident bodies. This podcast talks all things health, fitness, mindset, and business, helping you get back on your bullshit, take control, and build your dream life. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Back on Your Bullshit podcast. It has been a hot minute since I've sat my ass in this chair, pulled out my mic, and hit record on my computer. As I'm saying that, there is literally a layer of dust covering the top of my mic, which is absolutely disgusting. I probably should dust that a little bit later on, but that's a telling tale that it has been a hot second since I've recorded an episode. Nevertheless, we are back on our bullshit, as fitting as the title of this podcast is, but I also just wanted to quickly say thank you. Thank you so much wherever you are in the world, however you found this podcast, for tuning in today. Whether you are out on your walk, you're making this a part of your morning routine, you're sipping on your coffee, you're taking your dog for a walk, whatever you're doing right now, thank you so much for being present and taking time out of your day to listen to me talk some shit. Now, You're probably wondering where I've been, or maybe you're probably not, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I have been on a bit of a hiatus. The end of 2021 and the start of 2022 was spent Christmas and New Year's with family and friends. I took a week off work, a much needed week off work, I should say, and headed up north of Victoria with my boyfriend. We went camping, which is absolutely wild. If you know me personally, you're probably laughing. Me camping, what a joke. But it was actually so much fun. Definitely out of my comfort zone, but I enjoyed the week off. We then got back and had an incidental another week off when we found out we were a close contact to COVID. So we were actually very lucky we didn't get COVID, but a friend that we spent time away with tested positive. So we did our part. We stayed home for seven days. And to be honest, it was actually so fucking nice. Like I laid around in my pajamas all day. I watched Netflix. I ordered Uber Eats. It was a really nice start to the year where I just had no responsibilities, nowhere to be, and I could literally do fuck all, which was great. And then we kind of dove straight back into work and it has been a crazy, crazy time. And the last time I sat down to record something was my last episode, which was a month and a half ago with Roger. So I highly suggest if you haven't listened to that episode and you are a night shift worker, you need to pause this current episode right this second and head back one and listen to the one that I recorded with Roger because it was life-changing. I learned so much. I am a qualified nutritionist, yes. However, I literally had a notepad out taking notes in that whole podcast because holy shit, I learned so much. So definitely go and check that out if you are an avid night shift goer. Other than that, the real reason that I've taken time off from this podcast and had a little bit of a hiatus, I'm going to say, was I was feeling uncreative and I was having a little bit of a writer's block. Yes, I am not an author. I don't do any sort of writing, but I just was not feeling inspired to sit down and create any sort of content. And to me, content creation does not come naturally. I am not a creative person. Anything I post on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, this podcast, always takes a lot of planning and thought, and it doesn't come easy to me. 
So this podcast started to become a little bit of a chore, more so than something that I wanted to enjoy. And the whole reason I started recording this podcast and the whole reason this podcast came to life was I really wanted to find a hobby, a hobby outside of my work. And yes, this podcast is kind of related to my work. It's what I live and breathe, health, fitness, business, mindset, all of that good stuff and everything in between. However, it was becoming, like I said, more of a chore. So yeah, she's been a little bit absent and I've also taken a hiatus from Instagram and the reason being and very fitting to the title of this episode is comparisons. We all know comparison is the thief of joy and you've probably heard this saying a million times, but honestly, comparison really is the thief of joy. And I work with so many women who are constantly comparing themselves to others. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm guilty of it too. And that's one of the reasons why I took this time off social media. I was in a constant cycle of, yes, a little bit of imposter syndrome, but also comparing myself to everybody, whether it was fellow business owners, whether it was my friends, whether it was a hot girl with abs on Instagram, whether it was someone who had a better squat form than me. It was constant. And I was very lucky at the time. I mean, I'm still not on social media now, but I was very lucky at the time to realize this very quickly and pull myself out of it and set some healthy boundaries so that moving forward, I am not stuck in this comparison cycle. So I am going to share with you guys today what I have done to help myself out of this cycle and things that I found really, really useful when you are in this comparison cycle to snap you back into reality and get back on your feet and remind yourself of a boss bitch that you are. So first of all, Comparison comes in all different shapes and sizes. And what I mean by this is we can compare ourselves to our closest friends, a stranger on the internet, their business success, the way that they look, um, a person that you sat next to in an exam that got a better mark than you did. Comparison happens all around us at multiple times in our life. And I think it's very, very important to learn some tools, some tips and tricks to help you deal with these comparison cycles that come up throughout your life, your lifespan. And look, I know for me and being really brutally honest, which I'm not very open about, like not mental health, but the way I feel sometimes, but being very open and transparent with you guys right now, I do it a lot. I compare myself a lot. Um, I don't know whether it's just because of the industry that I am in. I work in the health and fitness industry. I'm a personal trainer and a qualified nutritionist, if you didn't already know. Um, But there is a lot of pressure to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be at a certain level of education, to know everything, to have the answers to everything, to be everybody else's support system. And sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelming. And my biggest thing and my biggest comparison is comparing where I'm at in my life to other people in the industry. 
So whether that's my business, whether it is how other business owners have more or what I perceive to be more deeper connections with their clients, more clients, more leads, um, more well-liked, I say in quotations. And if I don't pull myself out of this comparison cycle quickly, I then fall into comparing the way I look to other people. If there's a girl on Instagram that has rock hard abs or longer hair than me or I don't know. It can be absolutely anything. And what I'm trying to get at is essentially comparison can start with one thing and snowball into this avalanche of comparing yourself to absolutely everybody about everything about you. And it really takes a toll on our mental health, our self-esteem, the way we see ourselves in society. And that's why I've put together a couple of things for you guys today that I'm going to share that really, really helped me in this recent comparison cycle I've found myself in. So the number one being unfollow people who make you feel like shit. Yes, it is brutal. Yes, these people can be people that you see in everyday life and you do not owe anybody an explanation. Okay, so unfollow people who make you feel like shit. So if you are on Instagram and you are scrolling and you see somebody with, I'm going to use the example of rock hard abs again, and it makes you think, fuck, I wish I had a body like her. And there's a very big difference of being like, holy shit, she works really hard. I want to build the discipline and work ethic that she has to have a physique like hers. Or you're actually sitting there being like, wow, that makes me feel like pure shit. Unfollow them, block them, delete them. Goodbye. You don't need to see it. What you consume is what you become. So that is through your friendships, through social media, through podcasts, through everything. What you consume is what you become. And if you constantly compare yourselves to random strangers on the internet who make you feel like shit and continue to follow people who make you feel like shit, you will continue to feel like shit. So unfollow people who make you feel like shit. Number two, practice and implement more positive self-talk into your daily routine. This is so important and something I preach to my clients all of the fucking time is self-love and practicing self-love, talking to yourself as if you would talk to your best friend is so important. If I'm sitting there being like, wow, I look really fat today. Would I turn around and say that to my best friend? I would never because I think she is the most incredible person in this world. So why can I not think that I am the most incredible person in this world? So positive self-talk daily, that can be written down on your mirror. That can be while you're driving to work, you are physically out loud saying to yourself, I am beautiful, I am strong, I have beautiful hair, or I have a beautiful body, or I am educated, I am smart. Whatever it is that you're struggling with in that comparison cycle, we need to focus on positive self-talk out aloud, specifically to that comparison that you are feeling. Number three, And I kind of touched on this just before is look into your inner circle. Your inner circle is your closest friends and your closest family members. Again, if they make you feel like shit, you do not need to be friends with them. You do not need to talk to them. You can, in a polite way, obviously with the utmost respect, block and delete them in real life as well. You don't owe anybody an explanation. And if you think that your friends or your family are toxic and lead you into this comparison cycle, it's important to look deeper into your inner circle and really evaluate where you are and where your values align with these friends and family members. Number four, 
set healthy boundaries. And this is so important and something that I still struggle with, whether that is with your partner, whether that is with your friends, your family, your work colleagues, your clients, your anybody that you interact with, set healthy boundaries. You don't need to be on all of the time. You don't need to be responsive all of the time and you don't need to have an explanation all of the time. Sometimes when you are feeling in this comparative cycle, you don't feel like talking to people and that is totally okay. Shut yourself off, do the inner work and when you're ready to connect again, that is fine. But what I notice with a lot of my clients is they don't set healthy boundaries, which then lead into really bad habits and negative habits, which then lead into the comparative cycle. So you see, it's kind of like a bit of a snowball effect. These can all lead into one thing after another. So I know for me personally is, for example, if I spend the weekend out drinking and partying and living my best life, you know, it's all about balance, but I will then find that the, the following couple of days after I'm, I've drunk and I'm hungover, I'll feel like shit. And then I get into that comparative cycle again. So aligning your goals and setting healthy boundaries with your friends to pull back where you need to. And the last and final tip and trick, and then I'm going to love you and leave you, is for every negative thought or comparison that you make, make two positive thoughts about yourself. So very similar to the positive self-talk, that was option number two, is making sure that with every negative thought, so if you think, wow, my business is not as successful as X, Y, and Z, be like, no, my business business is successful in its own right. I went from 30 clients to 100 clients in less than 12 months. And really remind yourself, and that's sometimes all it takes is just reminding yourself, like I said, way back ago in this podcast, how much of a bad bitch that you truly are. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up here short and sweet like it always is. You know me, I don't like a fucking long podcast because I lose my attention span. But that is all for today. Thank you guys for listening in. I really hope that if you are in this comparative cycle, these tips and tricks helped you because they sure of hell has helped me. And like I say at the end of every podcast, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give me a five-star rating on Spotify. It would mean the absolute world to me. It gets my name out a little bit more. It allows other people all around the world to find my podcast and potentially help more people going through the similar situations that you are. Tag me on your Instagram, follow me on Instagram, Kate Morris underscore PT or my podcast Instagram, back on your bullshit. And you guys will be hearing from me very, very, very soon. Bye.